Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode from Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are going to be discussing a New Year's resolution, part of the New Year New Movies lineup from Hallmark Channel. And really quickly, where you can find more from Wendy and I is the best place to find us is our website, which is meganandwendy.com. You'll find all of our podcast show notes there, as well as links to everywhere else. You can find us all over the internet. And today we are super excited to have a guest with us. We would like to introduce Callie from Hallmarks the Spot on Instagram, a fellow Hallmark movie fan. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. Tell us a little bit about how you got into Hallmark movie reviewing and chatting. Okay. Well, um, my family and I, we used to spend uh, Christmases in uh, a little hotel in Minot, North Dakota, and we we would just watch these all all day long because what else was there to do? And um, so we just, it kind of became a family tradition of us trying to catch them all. And a few years ago, my husband was like, you should just write about these. I'm tired of hearing you talk about them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so last, so Christmas 2019, I decided to, you know, do a little blog and recap and, uh, or recap blog and, um, just kind of, you know, added an Instagram account to it and just, you know, picked it up again this last year. And, it's just been so fun. It's, you know, I'm watching the movies anyways. Um, I've found in this little community, a lot of people, you know, find the movies as amusing as I do, as, you know, like to poke a little bit of fun, but, you know, everyone just really loves the, the culture of these movies, I guess. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun to kind of do it a little bit, do a little bit more than just watch the movies. Yeah, I think I'm coming from a similar place in that this is Megan. The Hallmark movies were something I did every year. My husband enjoys them as well. But um, Wendy, the Hallmark Christmas movies last year was her very first Hallmark movie. She had never watched that's, one. And that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, never. Not wild. I it's don't just know not, how you miss them. <laughs> it's just not my thing at yeah. all. But um, that's what's fun, like you said, about like doing – a recap is mm-hmm. especially coming from a place of like not understanding the culture of it is yeah. I have a fun time poking jokes at it while while we watch it but anyway. yes <laughs> yeah one thing I've been trying to break Wendy of is her desire to treat them like a real movie because oh, right. it's a completely right. different category it's it's all no. on its own so it, it is totally its own type of movie and you have to yeah accept them for what they are uh yeah otherwise you'll go crazy <laughs> So this week's movie is a New Year's resolution, and Wendy's going to read our synopsis. I will. This is from the official HarlMarkChannel.com site. A New Year's resolution. When a morning show producer makes a New Year's resolution to say yes more, she crosses paths with a confirmed yes man who just might hold the key to her biggest story and to her heart. Starring Amy Teagarden and Michael Raddy. So I have two and a half pages worth of typed wow. notes on this movie. Typed. <laughs> so I have so much to say, but... Me too. I'm so glad to hear you say 
Um, let's start right up top and let's just talk a little bit about the movie itself and the actors. Now, Callie, you pointed out something which neither of us knew prior to this about the original proposed air date for this movie. Yes. So it was supposed to air last year and yeah. got mysteriously pulled from the schedule. Right. Yeah, it was in the, the 2019 Christmas lineup. I think it was supposed to air on the 28th. So it would have been like that perfect transition from Christmas to Winterfest. And then I think it was literally on the website even and just pulled. Um, and then I think I saw... I tried to do a little bit more research because I remember hearing that and a couple, I think Michael Brady or Raddy had did a, um, interview a few months later, no explanation. And then it just appeared in the middle of new year, new movie. So I guess Hallmark does that from time to time, but yeah, it's, it's funny to think about it in terms of being a 2019 new year's movie now, but Right. It didn't it doesn't have the 2020 <laughs> stain on it. Yeah. <laughs> made yeah. it without knowing what was coming. Right. Yeah. Well, um, and it was funny because when you mentioned that I did a little Google search about this movie and there's a whole not a very long one, but there's a Reddit thread about what happened to this oh. movie, which I oh, found wow. highly amusing. I mean, the Redditors were that. very upset wondering what had happened. And I yeah. think the answer is we will never know because there was yeah. never an answer given. But um I am glad it was released. Uh, yeah. It was filmed, as many of these movies are, in Canada, Winnipeg, mm -hmm. Manitoba specifically. Now, the actors in this movie, Wendy pointed out last week that the main actress, Amy Teagarden, uh, starred in Friday Night Lights, which as soon as I saw her and she said that, um, I realized, but I really liked her in this. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Okay, well, hold on. Hold on. We're not there yet. We are not there yet. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Let us, oh, with that being said, let us go to our first brief overall impression of the movie. Wendy, I am so nervous to hear what you have to say. I hated it. <gasps> I hated it so so much. Like, I was mad watching it. I hated this movie. Okay. <laughs> Callie. Okay. You know, well, I didn't hate it. I think that was going to be my my hot take for this was that I didn't hate it. Um, I thought it was perfectly enjoyable. But like you, I, I have quite a few notes. <laughs> well, and personally... Compare. We really liked last week's movie, yes, Taking a Shot at Love. Um, I really enjoyed that. So comparing these two movies side by side, this was not as good. Yeah. But the actors, I loved both Amy T. Garden and Michael Rady in this movie Blech. very much. And they <laughs> made the movie enjoyable for me. I cannot mm -hmm. believe what you're doing to me right now. I, it hurts. It I'm hurts. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, well... This may be a short section for you because let's move into what we liked about this movie. And believe it or not, I have notes A through G. Wow. <laughs> okay. I only have one small note. Oh, my goodness. Tell me what one thing you liked about this movie. Okay. Uh, I like the lead actor, Michael. Is it Raddy? Or how do we say I don't his know. Name? I don't I, know. In my mind, I was saying Raddy. I don't know Rady, the answer Rady, to that. Rady, okay. I think it's, I say, I've been saying Raddy in my head, too. So, yeah. Rady. Okay. So, I liked him. I thought he was relatable in, a, like, a dorky, handsome kind of way. And um, I would watch another movie if he was in it. But 
Yeah, that's about it. That's all I liked. Whew. Okay. Well, one thing I loved, like taking a shot at love, I'm really enjoying the visuals of these winter movies. Uh, I like the transition from Christmas to winter. It's crisp. It's cool. It feels very relaxing to look at. And I like that this one felt like it was very clearly shot in winter. Like you could see their breath outside. There was no Mm -hmm. like filming in 90 degree weather with a coat on. So I very much enjoyed that. Um, Callie, did you have anything you liked about this movie? Yeah. So I also... I like pretty much every Michael Wrighty movie. Um, the one he did, The Christmas Bow from this year was one of my favorites. And then Two Turtle Doves from last year was another. It's probably one of my favorites from that season. Uh, so I like him. He's really funny in this movie. Um, there was two specific things that he, or that little bits that they did in this movie that I liked. Um, when her friends are kind of like trying to talk her into something, they will like guess her middle name they're like Kelly Ezekiel whatever and she's like that's not my middle name (laughs) yeah did we ever get any closure on that I I noticed it and then didn't pay attention to if they ever brought it I don't think they found it they did it a couple times and I I liked that um I liked her trying curling too I thought that was kind of cute her you know such a Canadian sport to throw into uh, this movie Uh, so yeah, but, and then I, I also too, I think the winter movies are just, they're just beautiful winter movies and they're not bogged down by all the, like the things that you have to get through in a Hallmark Christmas movie. So they're just winter feels. I just, I, I really like that about these movies too. Uh, what about the board game bar, Wendy? Did you not love the board game bar? Well, I think we can open that in our, uh, small town Hallmark movie that we wanted. Yes. <laughs> I did think that was kind yes. of fun and cool. Yes. I, I like that too. Uh, I, there's a place like that in Washington, D.C., but you can like order pizza and have it brought to you. I think it's a like an actual bar, but they don't serve food. So yeah, it was cool to see that concept in this town. Yeah. My husband watched this movie with me and um, there's a place in New York called Barcade, which is bar with like filled with an arcade. And he was like, oh, mm-hmm. these could exist side by side. I also loved her Gatsby dress. No? Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, she Wendy! Was, she, no, she looked beautiful. Yeah, but I cringed when they were, like, dancing. Ugh. Well, and their <laughs> dancing doesn't match the tempo of the music because yes. you know they're not dancing the right. actual music. So that was a little... I just ignored that part, but I thought she was adorable. That's funny. Okay. Next section. This is Wendy's favorite section. This is the uh-oh section, which we note the roadblocks placed in the way of our movie couple. Wendy, do you have something you'd like to add here? Yes. So uh, when they first started discussing Chicago, I was like, oh, what's the big secret with Chicago? Uh-oh, we're going to have a roadblock. But it didn't really turn out to be... I mean, obviously at the end, like they both go to Chicago. Spoiler alert. But his like reason why he didn't want to talk about Chicago wasn't really like significant to the story. It was so underwhelming when he finally revealed why he didn't want to go to Chicago. I was was, like, you're going to wait four dates and then it's just, you don't want to leave your family. It was so underwhelming that I don't even remember the reason right now. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, I I kind of was, I kind of zoned out because I was bored by their like dialogue, but I think the gist was he had his family in this town and, Wisconsin and didn't want to leave them. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that like, felt flat not, for me. Yeah, that was a bummer. 
Another roadblock is Kelly is investigating a big story and uh-oh, it's about the bank where Tom works. <laughs> okay. There's also one more in that he doesn't want to ask her out because, uh-oh, she'll be forced to say yes because of her right. New Year's resolution. Which... Okay, I I thought that was kind of cute, that part there. Oh, See, look I, at that. I, well, I'm just saying, I found him very charming. So, I did too. Yes. yes. So I thought that was like kind of funny. <laughs> Listen to your voice. You're very, very grudgingly giving this movie that credit for that moment. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. We'll just wait till we get to the wished for part. I have well, some notes yeah. there. Uh, Callie, do you have anything else to go in the room? Well, I was going to... I was going to add a couple of things. Uh, well, they're jam-packed schedules. When they're trying to, like, find time, they were uh, just, you know, every night they both got something going on. Um, and then she seems determined to not make this work. She's very pessimistic about the relationship. So she's trying to, you know, get rid of him at almost every turn, even after she gives him her phone number. Yeah, and she tries to say, like, this isn't going to work. And he's like, I think you're being a little yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not create a problem where one right. doesn't exist. Exactly. Um, I did appreciate, though, that they call her a pessimist. And she's like, yeah. I'm a realist. Which, if you know Wendy and I, <laughs> I claim to be a realist. When, in fact, I perhaps am a little bit of a pessimist. But It's like an optimistic version of, or optimistic spin on pessimism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Okay. I'm going to give you your time to shine, Wendy. Let's okay. start with what you wished for. Okay. So I wish for a better lead in this film. I'm so sad. You didn't like her? Yeah. I thought she was such a Debbie Downer. And she didn't have the same energy as the other actor she was playing mm. off of. And on top of that, the vocal fry... About killed me. <laughs> I could not stand her. I loved her as Julie Taylor on Friday Night Lights. I've never seen her in anything else. I thought she was horrible in this movie. And maybe it's not her as an actress. It just was the character that she played. Like, it was so soul-sucking to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I really related to her not in her like <laughs> success at all costs but in her like <laughs> wanting to say no to things all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> so i enjoyed her uh although i never would have made this resolution ever well it's no. funny because i have a similar resolution for this yes. year so i kind of like got a good chuckle at that but like mine doesn't include like plunging into icy cold water and doing things that i'm afraid of i just yeah (laughs) okay here's another thing i really hated that her friends made her feel guilty for having a demanding job yeah yeah i was like those are some shitty friends like they should be understanding at least but like they were making her apologize for like bowing out of things because she had such a demanding job i mean i don't know the work of a producer do they work on christmas eve until wee hours of the night maybe but I just thought that was like a weird element to the story. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I, that they were still mad on New Year's Eve about her working late on Christmas Eve. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> Why are they still so mad about that? Yeah, I didn't. Her friends, they were all right. Um, but they were like really encouraging her to move. <laughs> they were yeah, like, that was here. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I thought they were. I was surprised that that was their takeaway, that they were like, no, no, you could make this work. Get out of here. Yeah. Right. Um, and um, does Six Flags have some financial stake in this movie? Oh, because my goodness. Twice <laughs> they talked about it. Like, what? Oh, man. It definitely was made in 2019, not in 2020, where right. the parks, maybe there, <laughs> not in I California. One thing I wished for was a more realistic job for Tom, because look, mm. the marketing dude for a bank isn't also their event planner. Like, if a bank is going <laughs> oh to sponsor God. an event, they are going to write a check and not yes. show up and do like the table and chairs setup. I say this as a person who, in a past life, was a nonprofit event manager. Like I used to run events and let me tell you, our sponsors were not showing up and moving things around. I didn't believe this, nor did I believe that they sponsor an event three times a week. Yes. <laughs> I have that in my notes. How many bank hosted yes. events do they have in one town? Like, I, I put know, that in mine too. <laughs> they probably have one cause that they give to and that's it. They're not sponsoring the chili cook-off and the polar bear plunge. And uh, anyway, didn't but believe it. All you'd see is like the bank's name, you know, on what if some other group is hosting these events, they're just their name would be on some banner, not like Tom physically at these events every single time. Yeah, it's not like you get our money and our manual labor. Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't need the storyline of Kelly wanting to be a storyteller. I didn't really fully oh. understand what was happening there. But I feel like the only purpose that served was for them to be able to write a final scene. And I hated the final mm-hmm. scene. Me too. Uh, they could have cut that. I, I don't even remember the final scene. Oh, it's when her, she was like the at the open mic. mic. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's okay that her dream is to be a producer. She doesn't also need to have this like big hidden creative dream to also tell stories publicly. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. need to be that complex. Well, that was my, one of mine was, okay, well, is her new job going to just be a producer or is she going to be more in front of the camera? Is that what she wanted? Because yeah, the, the end part where she's going to be telling her own stories, I was like, is that connected to the new job or are you just going back to producing? <laughs> well, here's my other question too. So as a producer, you're the boss, right? Like, am I understanding that correctly? Well, I think she's putting the show together. Okay, mm-hmm. so why is she conferring with the on-air talent, that other river or whatever her name was, about, like, they're doing, like, storyboarding or they're pitching stories or whatever, and that on-air lady was, was like, you know, like, boosting her up or, like, giving her feedback. Like, I just didn't understand, like, that dynamic. Not that it even matters with anything that's going on in this movie, but I just thought it was a stupid element sorry i hated this movie (laughs) (laughs) i liked river when uh she told her about her new year's resolution and she was like that sounds terrible (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like i agree okay any more things that we wished for in this movie um the one big thing i wished for was to just catch the names of any of her friends yes i don't i didn't write any (laughs) of them down (laughs) i have no idea i swear sometimes in these movies they never tell you someone's name and sometimes it's like 20 minutes before we know the lead's name i'm like what what are who are these people? How are you not saying their names? That's so funny that you mentioned that because I had to rewind it to the beginning to catch the names of the lead characters because I was like, I have no yeah. idea what her name is. Like, Well, and I swear clear. the nieces yell, Uncle Tony, like when he first uh-huh. comes in. <laughs> but they're saying Tom and they did it twice. And I was like, I swear they're saying Tony, but everyone else calls him Tom. So for me, also, I'm just going to add this. 
I wish this story didn't take like a left turn because it was all about like New Year's resolutions and then boom, we're talking bank fraud. So yeah. it was, I just was like, this should be on that like Hallmark's mystery channel, not yes. on this movie or this channel. I, it yeah. just was so weird to me. It was like they ran out of resolution story and then they yeah. had to fill it with something else. Which they didn't need to because they cover like six weeks of time. So it could have been filled with social engagements. Right, exactly. Well, and like they kind of played fast and loose with the New Year's resolution, like say yes to the social events because then they have her on air with a magician, which had absolutely like the resolution wasn't face your fears. Like nobody invited her to go see a magic show. They just put her in this I, yeah why are you on this magician's table on the show this doesn't have anything to do with your resolution no. also who's afraid of magicians that, yes <laughs> exactly i was like of all the things to be afraid of that's her worst fear okay like it's not like he cut her, he cut her in half he wasn't throwing flaming darts at her yeah right yeah. It, it, that was that was funny this is my favorite part of this episode, and that is where we hit, did you see that? Questions, plot holes, things we need to discuss. And I think the very first thing we need to discuss is this movie is very obviously based on Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes. Don't you think? Mm. Wendy, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> no, I know. I just read that book. Um I mean, maybe it was inspired by that. I didn't say sure. it's a good interpretation of the book. I'm just saying they took inspiration. It's like one of the writers read that and was like, hey, we should do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm not saying it's something Shonda Rhimes should be proud of. I'm saying. <laughs> or take credit for. A hundred percent someone read that book and then wrote a story backwards oh, from. Funny. Possibly. Possibly. Okay, I have one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the day, a New Year's Day, when they do the polar plunge, could they have put Amy Teagarden in a less flattering bathing suit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did anybody notice? Well, it was so funny because our friend was like in a full wetsuit. I'm like, yes. oh, of course, you're going into freezing water. Why are you just in a two-piece bathing suit? But, but was she in a wetsuit? It looked like she was in like workout clothes. And I was like, why do you want to get out of the water? And now Oof. you're in soaking wet workout clothes. Oh, her I friend... Think- yeah, I think a bathing I, suit is the way to go. A wetsuit is the way to go. Oh, yeah. sure. But is that? I think that's cheating. I don't think a wetsuit totally. is the point is of the cheating. polar bear plunge. Plus, her hair when she came out of the water wasn't even wet. The friends. <laughs> oh, I, yes, I did see that when she came out. Oh, yes. I would have been so done with her. Like, you make me go to this. You wear a wetsuit and then you don't even get fully submerged. So I think she's the friends. only one who went underwater. Yeah. god bless the extras who had to be in this scene and some of them were in swimsuits i thought man this is not the job you wanted to pull running into freezing cold water in your bathing suit uh, in a movie no thank you fortunately (laughs) it was brief i have a question go ahead why is the bank having a gala and why is their gala called gala did you see the sign it's like imperium national bank gala i'm like call it the starlight soiree or something stupid but you don't call your gala a gala and yeah it didn't seem like it was a fundraiser or just an annual whatever it was just a gala for the sake of having one for the sake of him being busy and her needing to wear a ball gown that she just again 
here we go Cat. again, just happens to have a ball gown in her closet that she can grab. She says, give me 30 minutes. Yes. And he tells her to get ready for a day with her family, his family, mm-hmm. and then a gala. And you can throw together two outfits in 30 minutes. No. 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 I was like, I need an uh, the day to go shopping. <laughs> Seriously. At least. Kelly, do you have any did you see that? Um, so right in early in the movie when she goes into that coffee shop i have two here so the only thing written on the window is just gluten-free in big letters <laughs> i saw that <laughs> so that's good <laughs> and then inside this barista offers her a free sample and she rejects it like who, who does that right who, yeah, ta- kind of who rejects a free sample <laughs> like, i don't even care if i don't think i'd like it it's a free cookie so I, I know. And her response was something like, I'm on a mission. I'm like, so you can't shove this cookie in your mouth? And uh, yeah, it's not a burger. Right. <laughs> How long does it take to eat the cookie? Yes. Yeah. I've never yeah. turned down a cookie. So. Um, so the, funny. I, I had two other ones. Well, so one was the board game she chose to play with her friends. Life? And, yes. The worst game ever. Oh. Totally. My my kid is are always trying to get me to play life, and I'm like, no, <laughs> it's I, so boring. Make a friend and play with them. I yeah, my it. kids are like, why do we own that game if you won't play with us? And I'm <laughs> I like, I gave you a sibling you can play with each other, but it, that is never going to be a game. A hundred percent. No, I think her friends complain about it too. Well, and did you notice in the background when they're playing those board games, the pile up of games behind her i didn't recognize a single one and this is i live in a house where we own a lot of board games i was like i don't there's not a monopoly there's not a trouble back there what yeah anything else and checkers is just as bad and and tom was like why are we playing checkers of all the games i'm like so thank you he sympathizes he knows this is a boring game (laughs) yeah he was easily the clearer head of the two yes totally um, did you notice the birthday cake at the party? Yes. Could they have picked a more boring grocery store cake? Like if I walk into my grocery store right now, I could pick a stock cake off the shelf that looks better than that. And I could have had them write at least happy birthday, even right. if it's not personalized. Like, send a PA and ask them to get the icing out and write yeah. or like stick some things on. It was white. With a couple rainbow sprinkles. It was super boring. I said the same thing. My husband and I watched the movie together and I was like, look at that shitty Costco cake. And he's like, (laughs) wait, Costco cake is delicious. Don't talk bad about Costco cake. But it was an awful prop. Awful. I love a Costco cake too. But it it was not a pretty cake. They could have done better. No. It was a fail in the prompt department. This part of the movie reminded me of another thing that Hallmark does a lot is like when the the, the uh, one lead is coming into like a family situation of the others. They immediately get put to work. Mm-hmm. So the sister's like, nice to meet you. Let's help me with this cake. And I've seen that in a few others where like they just get immediately put, put to work in the kitchen or whatever. And you're like, oh, nice to meet you, I guess. Like just you're one of the family. It's so funny because I saw that moment and I thought about it because I'm super awkward in new situations, especially if there's a lot of people I don't know. And I thought... Would I want them to do that so at least I have something to do so I'm not standing around awkwardly making small talk? Right. Uh, but obviously, I wouldn't do that to my own guests. Be like, here, come yeah. help me. Never. Um, but I would, I'm so like you, conversation. I would rather just be doing something. So yeah, there's there's at least purpose to the talk because otherwise I'd be just standing awkwardly by myself. Yeah, how'd you so. meet Tony? 
Tony. <laughs> I thought, okay, there was one more spot that I thought was really funny. It was uh, she went to a spin class with her friend. Mm-hmm. And after the spin class, it's a really tight scene. But they are returning the spin shoes like if they were at a bowling alley when you would return bowling shoes. And my husband, who was watching, he does spin. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't pay somebody a million dollars to wear my spin shoes after I've been in them. It's like, they're disgusting. So the fact that he's like, I don't even know if this is real. Like, do you borrow spin shoes at a spin cycle place? I've borrowed them. I have borrowed them too. (laughs) I've only taken one spin class in my life and I don't own spin shoes. So I know that I borrowed them. But just like, I mean, it's. It's definitely gross, but so are yeah. bowling shoes. I mean, no. they do make you because you've got to be able to clip in. And so you can yeah. either like, I think you rent them for like $2 a class or something. But they're don't so sweaty. Your, yeah. Bowling shoes don't get sweaty like that. No. No. Gross. Never. It's not great. But it's it's better than paying what, like $80 for one spin <laughs> class shoes. So. Wow. Yeah. Or just discover, get a Peloton, like me, never I guess. Gonna go back. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I felt very attacked when she was in the restaurant on New Year's Eve and she's talking about her New Year's resolution and her friends go, 52 books in 52 weeks. Excuse me, that is a perfectly fine resolution. I laughed out loud, Megan, because I thought of you immediately. I gasped. But I I wrote that down because I was just like, that is so ambitious to read one book a week, especially considering how she's so busy. If she's working around the clock. I'm yes, like, it's not a realistic resolution yeah. for her. Although that is my personal reading goal every year. So. <laughs> I mean, last year I read 87. Oh so. my gosh. Yes, but we can talk about the quality of the books I'm reading. It's, <laughs> it's not that impressive when you look at the actual book. But I did feel um, attacked by their tone. Yeah, that is a great resolution, though. <laughs> Um, Especially because the other ones was just drink one cup of coffee a day. And the, I think the other ones was to take more spin classes. So those were right. equally lame if we're talking or way worse. I mean, like perfectly fine goals, but they're not exactly like deep. No. Right. Like <laughs> I'm going to drink less coffee and work out more. I mean, yeah. which was also funny when they called Tom over and he's like guessing he's like, Someone's mm-hmm. going to make a food resolution. Someone's going to make a fitness yep. resolution. I mean, he wasn't technically guessing. Like, those no. are... Right? Yeah, that, those are what people make resolutions for. Exactly. Well, and I kind of thought he was going to, like, guess based on the person. He was going to be like, oh, yeah, look at you. Not just, like, raise your hand if... I mean, you're not a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I laughed. <laughs> yes. My husband goes, first of all, when they start, it's just the two of them that you can see on the course. And he goes, two people? That's it? What kind of dumbass race is this? Seriously. And then, of course, you see a couple of them come around. But it takes them maybe 30 seconds to get through the course. And she goes, well, I wasn't prepared. (laughs) You weren't prepared to walk up a flight of stairs? I don't know. But have Um, you guys tried to, like, do monkey bars as adults? No, I mean, probably I, break something. Yeah. I was like, man, they are just going after those monkey bars. I've tried like going to the park with my kids and I'm like, if they're tall enough for me to not touch the ground, I like can't do it. I have no upper body strength anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so I, they just went after it. 
I thought it was ridiculous and I laughed and it was like a 20 second course, but there's no way I could have pulled my body up over that like V, like yeah. wall oh, thing. Oh, no, 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 for sure not. I mean, I say yeah. this as I sit home in my uh, joggers yeah, right. <laughs> and my slippers. It's yeah. easy to judge, but she's also much younger than I am. My son had to do push-ups for PE. He's 13 the other day and his form was terrible so I was like look let me show you what your push-ups are supposed to look like right and to set the scene my husband and I were like snipping at each other but about something else and it's one of those like you're like extra nice to your kids when you're mad at your spouse and you're trying to be like a super great parent so anyway I'm like I'm gonna show you the form let's do this together and so I get in like full push-up form and I'm showing him like first of all maybe I can do two push-ups ever and I'm like you <laughs> You don't like he's in a V, right? Like butt straight up in the air. And I'm like, you got to get in the plank position. And I get like halfway down and my arms just collapse from underneath <laughs> me and I hit the ground. And it was <laughs> such a perfect moment because it totally broke the ice. Like my husband and I like laughed. But I was oh. like, well, see, just like mommy. Do it just like me. Yeah, just like that. It's easy. Uh, my kids love to like coach me if they're watching me do a workout video and they'll be like, Mom, his arms are straighter than yours. He's not on his knees. You should do them faster. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I could barely do it the way I'm doing it. Uh, do we have any more did you see that moments? Nothing. Nothing for me. Um, I One other one. Well, I have a couple about the hockey game. So did you guys see the waiter it was like actually i was watching this with my mom and she's like kelly pause it and go back you have to see this guy's mustache and the waiter the waiter like it's like the opening shot in the box and he has a mustache like half the size of his face it was so i was like he was gonna use every second he had of his like featured extra moment it was so funny I didn't I did not even have to go that. Yeah, it was it was pretty great. And then um they had to go down they they went to go get food, but they're in the box. They don't have to go to the concession stand. Well, because she wanted cheese fries. And they didn't they only had fancy food in the box. He was like, There's all this catered food, and she's like, But there's no cheese fries. And then he shits on her cheese fries, which (laughs) I was thinking like this is not a relationship that could work for me because I need someone who also likes like my level of food. Right. I enjoy a nice meal, but I can get down with a McDonald's drive through and it's yes. really hard. My husband hasn't had fast food in probably 10 years. And it's oh very my hard to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't share your love of terrible food. So I. Yes. That's, that's why that that's why you have me, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> I text Wendy. I'm like, I'm hitting the McDonald's drive through Don't tell anybody. Oh. And then I have to like throw away the evidence before I get home. <laughs> Well, it was funny about the um, hockey game is I was referring to last week's um, movie where he was a Rangers Mm -hmm. hockey player. And I was like, oh, asking my husband, is there like a Milwaukee hockey team? Like, do I? I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know anything about hockey. And he's like, wouldn't it be funny if it was the polar bears? Like how (laughs) I don't This is only because Megan last week called it like. It's not going to be called the polar bears or whatever right. it was. So anyway, um, but notice they didn't show any like sort of team, like there was no branded team. Yeah, no sponsorship. No, no, no right. Um, I do appreciate that your husband clearly listened to the podcast last week. Though. He does. <laughs> I don't. Well, I make him watch the movies. Uh, listening to the podcast is totally optional. So yeah, <laughs> optional. 
I appreciate that. I thought that hockey date was an odd date. Like, bring all your friends and we'll be in this box and, like, all my work people are here and all your friends are yeah. here and we're going to try to have a conversation. It was a weird, like, there's no other time you guys can find to hang out. Well, okay, wait. Oh. What about the speed dating? Was it just a coincidence oh, yeah. that he and his friend were at the speed dating event, too? Or was the bank hosting it? Yes, exactly. That, yeah. I didn't know either. I assume he was just there as a single man in Milwaukee, but... Yeah, I'd, maybe the bank sponsored that too. Yeah, that wasn't clear to me. And she was just there because her friend made her be that. I have to tell you, that sounds like the absolute worst way to spend an hour. Oh. That would make I me would, so is uncomfortable. That, is it even a real thing? I mean, 2020 COVID aside, I, I only see speed dating in movies. I don't know if I've ever heard of it happening in real life. That is a good point. <laughs> I've never attended one. I don't know anybody who's been to one. I yeah. I, I honestly don't know. But that is my I, worst nightmare. I would never oh. want to make small chit chat with somebody. Never. Over and oh. over and over again. And no choice. Just a revolving like rotation of men. I no. feel oh, physically ill thinking about it. <laughs> if I but, ever. My husband oh. joked the other day about me going back on eHarmony because that's where we met each other. And I was like, not in a million years. If I find myself single, like... <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I do too. not need to go through the nightmare of dating. At, no, Ugh. that is not my first priority. <laughs> well, it's funny. We were ta- you know, talking about this resolution. And I mean, what if this was 2020? What a great year to choose to commit to more social events. When, yeah, right. <laughs> if you don't want to, you're like, oh, great. I'm good. I've, you know, I, I did my best and I wasn't allowed. So this is, you know. I love to come, but I just don't feel comfortable. <laughs> right. Before we move on to our rating, does anybody have any other final thoughts about this movie? So one thing I wanted to make sure to mention was this line that Michael Rady said, in all the chaos of getting the chili cook-off organized, she offers to take tickets. And he says that he'll write songs about her heroism. And I just, that was so funny that he would <laughs> be like that for her ticket taking. So yeah, I that was great. Don't even, rem- I remember that part, but I don't even remember that dialogue. Oh, I, I, I like either, re- but. I rewound it and like wrote it down because I was like, <laughs> this is, it's like so unhallmark of like a silly, goofy line that someone would say that I was, I just loved it. Well, that scene where she's taking tickets and he kind of like looks over at her with like, goo goo eyes and I was like what is it about this scene it's not like that's normally the kind of scene where you see like someone helping out a child or someone mm-hmm. doing something really sweet she's yeah. taking the tickets at the chili cook-off and that <laughs> really is the thing that... the premier like bank sponsored <laughs> event this chili cook-off but you know uh, actually I've noticed that they do chili cook-offs in, in the winter movies they did this last year too in one of the winter movies now that I think about it. So that it's might be a winter a, movie equivalent of eggnog and hot chocolate. Must be. Yeah. You eat chili in January. So I to me, a chili cook-off feels appropriate for summertime. Yes. I, I don't know why. Maybe just. And they're always outdoor in the winter. You're like, well, how are you doing this? Yeah. I don't even want to do this. I want to skip it and end the podcast <laughs> because I don't even want to know. But okay, we're going to rate this movie. We do it out of four stars. As a reminder, last week, Wendy and I both gave... Taking a Shot at Love, 3.5 stars, a very high rating, nearly perfect. I'm going to let our guest go first. Callie, what do you think? So, uh, yeah, I was kind of reflecting on this because I didn't want to be... Taking a Shot at Love is so far my favorite. We're only two in, but I think I'm going to do... 
waffling between two and a half and three. I think that's <gasps> wow. <laughs> okay, Wendy, hold on. I'm Is that too generous? <laughs> I'm gonna sandwich myself in the middle because we're gonna. I gave this two and a half stars. And having talked about it with you, it has tarnished my opinion of the movie a little bit. But I genuinely enjoyed the experience of watching it. If it were to be on again, I probably would not stop and yeah. watch. I really liked Amy Teagarden. I liked her in this movie. I enjoyed it. It was fine. Two and a half. Wendy, yeah. break my heart. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it one and a half stars. Stop. It wasn't and I, that honestly, bad. <laughs> I don't even know what the half is for. Like, I want to give oh it my one gosh. star. I hated it so, so, so See, much. See, my problem is I've seen a couple of the previews of what's coming and I don't want to. I, I think they're going to get worse. I'm so. not looking forward to this weekend's movie. <laughs> I am. Show two, what's it called? Two, oh, two, two for the win. Two for the win. I'm looking for, well, I, he is very cute to look at. I don't know what that oh. actor's name is, but he's. Tre- Trevor Donovan, I think, yeah. I he doesn't do it for me. Give scroll, me he scroll through Tyler his Instagram. He's so <laughs> blonde. He is so blonde. As yeah, like the blonde is, is not yeah. my. I'm, I'm into it, but we'll see. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't get a Tyler Hines movie in Winterfest. Do you think we're going to get whatever they're going to call their Valentines? I think he, I saw on his Instagram, he's in an upcoming with Aaron Krakow. Okay. And I think that, I I don't know if that's a a Valentine's movie or a spring movie, but I know he definitely, something's coming. But yeah, he is one of my favorites. Okay. I have a question for you two who are experienced watchers. Now, do would I expect new movies in February as well, or is there like mm-hmm. a slate of like Valentine movies? Or? Yes, yeah, it should be like a Valentine series, and then they'll probably have a spring series. Yeah, and then I, in my experience, there is kind of like a a lull. But they do like June wedding season. Yeah, like there is a summer. Had, yeah. Like last year, there was like a like a bunch of lake. Yeah, and like okay. beachy summer movies, yeah. and then they do fall. Well, there's Christmas in July, so they replay. Oh, right. Them. Yeah. Um, oh, and then okay. there's fall. And then, and then there's... there's three months of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were when we watched this yesterday morning and when we turned on the TV to watch it, one of the fall movies was on like at that moment. And my husband's like, let's, let's watch that. And I was like, no, we have to start here. Stay focused. Because the problem with the fall movies is my husband desperately wants to move out of California and they all take place mm-hmm. in these fictional small towns where the leaves are changing. Yes. And I'm like, that's Canada. This place doesn't yeah. exist. We can't move mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like to watch the fall movies with him because he just spends the whole time going, let's go there. Let, let's move there. That's so, so funny. Anyway. I like when they're in a big city because I'm like, you don't want to move there, do you? Right. Yeah. I mean, he he's not into Milwaukee. You don't want to Milwaukee. I really, the past. See, Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say to the problem with getting fall is you usually have to get winter, too. So you can't really have one without the other. So, yes. Unless he wants the cold, cold winters, too. He does not. Oh, he okay. wants yeah. like a couple sprinklings of snow mm-hmm. um, and cooler weather. He's like, I want the four seasons, but. I don't want them extreme. Not really the four seasons, right? Yeah. And any place that like kind of gets that is ridiculously humid in the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm so crabby in the heat that I don't think oh, he yeah. actually wants that. Yep. <laughs> Callie, tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah. So um, my uh, Instagram is Hallmarks the Spot. Uh, just 
all together, no astro or, um, yeah, just all the letters. And then my blog for my recaps is, um, hallmarksaspot.home.blog. And I usually post the links. It's kind of a clunky web address. So I post the links on my Instagram account too. So Yay. Well, yeah. thank you so much for being here. This was fun, yeah, even though Wendy broke my heart for <laughs> every minute for the past 45 minutes. Maybe yes. next week. Thank you so much for being here for this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. We love, this is something we can agree on, we love your ratings and your reviews. So we'd love it if you would leave us one because that is how people find us. And we'll be back next week on Thursday discussing two for the win. And of course, we will be back with our regular podcast episodes every Tuesday. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.